We all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real world practicality, and a serious splash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hi, I'm Juliet, and welcome to Finding Faith. I'm the author of two books, one of which is Leaving Church, Finding Faith, Six Steps for Discovering Your Purpose in the World After Leaving the Christian Church, which is the primary focus of this podcast. You can find both books and me on my website at julietdoriswilliams.com, and I am here in this space chatting with you about the book and other things that may bubble up when we are talking about matters of faith and life and how those two things intersect. Because if you are at all like me, they always, always intersect. Howdy, finding faith friends and listeners. Long time no hear from you say. Yes, yes, true, very true. You know, sometimes you have to take your own advice and let things marinate for a while, let them sit, let them take root in your own psyche. My last episode, I talked about taking up space, asked you to consider how you were taking up space, how you were occupying the ground that you stood on. And as is the case most of the time with these little one-way chats you and I are having, I am talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you. During that time, I was pondering how I was embracing the totality of my life. How was I expressing my gifts and talents? How was I taking up space? And I would love to say, Eureka, I now have the answer. But that would be disingenuous and just frankly not true. From one day to the next, I, we actually have to suit up for what the day brings. And we don't often, if ever, have control over what the day is bringing. So living in that daily uncertainty certainly takes its toll. And sometimes you just need to take a break. Our challenge, our forever challenge, is to... Decide what tools we will use, what gifts and talents we will wield as our own unique and special weapons. What will we bring to the table to solve that problem, to to respond to that inquiry, to contribute to the mission? Did we help or did we hurt? Helping or hurting. In this space, you've heard me say about loving people. If you can't love them, at least don't hurt them. In our helping, try not to hurt. So I'm recording this on the seventh day of Christmas. And what? Didn't you know that Christmas is properly and correctly celebrated through Epiphany? 12 days, you know, like the song. Yes. I am aware that Christmas radio goes away the day after, but 
for the Christmas purists among us, and I am in that camp. We are still shining the lights, making the merry, sharing the eggnog through the season's official end, which for this season is January 6th, 2022. Hey, churchy girl here. We've discussed this. It is also the last day of the year, 2021, which has quite frankly been a blur. We are still experiencing high numbers, huge numbers of COVID infections. In fact, we are smack dab in the middle. I I hope it's the middle and nearing the end of a winter surge, much like we were one year ago. We are still seeing an incomprehensible number of deaths. The hospitals are full again. I hear the news pundits talking about how weary we all are from having to orchestrate our lives around a potentially deadly virus, except not all of us are taking extra precautions, which makes the work for containment much harder on those of us who are. If you can't help, at least don't hurt. It bears repeating. If all of us took the pandemic seriously, there would be less sickness, less death. But here is exactly where we have no control. We can yell at the top of our lungs about those who are not taking precautions, but there is a lesson here. The more we yell, the less people listen, especially if they're dug in to their way of thinking, to their way of life. If you were a teenager once, you will remember that the more your parents pushed an agenda, the less we wanted to cooperate. We can only control what we do, what we do. We can only control our actions, our responses. And when those things seem futile, it can be discouraging, disheartening, demotivating even. Why should we care about them, we say? Why shouldn't we turn them out to fend on their own if they won't take the necessary steps to save their own lives? Why should we continue doing all the work when it doesn't seem to matter, when it doesn't make a difference? Well, I am here to say that it does matter. It does make a difference. Perhaps not to them, but certainly to you. If you've been listening a while to this unchurched, churchy girl, your host for this podcast, you know that I am all about that grace, which is the love that we pour out from the fount of love we've been given. One of the scriptures from my holy book says, do not grow weary in well-doing. So it's a little late on that do not grow weary part, baby. We are weary. We are tired. We are tired of the death. We are tired of the endless misinformation. We are tired of wearing masks, even if they are color-coordinated with our outfits. We're tired. In our weariness, I am inviting all of us to change our focus. Rather than focusing on all that we've had to endure these past 20-plus months, focus more on that which you accomplished. What, you say? You don't know what you've accomplished? Well, if you are listening to my voice right now, guess what? You survived. 
we are not yet at the point of being able to wear the t-shirt that says we survived the 2020, 2021 pandemic because the pandemic is still here. And I'm not even sure we will ever get to the point of being able to make light of it. History will no doubt, no doubt have its final say about us, about how we survived, about how we didn't. But we are here now. A horrifyingly high number of us did not survive. And that number keeps going up. But we survived. We are still here. We are still doing the damn thing. Living, caring, loving, contributing in whatever ways we can. We are still suiting up for the day. We are still navigating the world that is pretty darn difficult right now. And we are still here putting in the time, putting in the work, putting into the mix of being a part of the solution. And why do we keep doing this? Do you ever ask yourself why you keep at it? I believe it's because we are hardwired to. I think this is our nature, our purpose. I also think it is simply easier to care than to ignore or dismiss. It is easier to help. It is easier to show compassion than to to demonstrate hate. I, I mean, think about the energy of the emotions that you have to dredge up to ignore or to hate another human standing in front of you. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's super easy to ignore those people that are simply, that, we, that you simply read about or that you view on TV or those folks who rudely show up in your social media feeds, but another human being in need standing in front of you, how hard is it to turn your back and walk away? Caring, helping, loving is surrendering to that which is already alive in us. I would say that this is the Holy Spirit that dwells in each of us, but I'm me and that language may not resonate with you. Still, I think there is an inner inclination to lean into each other. This is the stuff we are made of, all of us. Can you imagine? Can you even conceptualize that we are all made from love in order to love? This is why we keep talking, even when it seems people aren't listening. This is why we keep helping, even when it seems our help seems small and insignificant to the larger problem. In the end, we just keep doing what we can. In the end, we keep doing what the late great Archbishop Desmond Tutu said we should. Do your little bit of good where you are. It's those bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. Make no mistake, I do not subscribe to the notion that we should love or give until it hurts. If the loving and the giving hurts us, then we are ignoring part B of that most important commandment, to love God and love your neighbor as yourself. Part B is that love yourself part. Sometimes the person we need to love on the most is absolutely ourselves. Why is that? Because we can't give what we don't have. If we are doing it right, we are giving from our overflow, not from our empty cup. 
So if you're feeling a little less generous, a little less loving, disconnected, energy depleted, take the time, take a rest, do the things for yourself that restores your light, that restores your energy, that restores your hope. That might mean taking a break from the news, not following the statistics too closely. Just take a huge old break. Tune out the negative energy. Be more protective of your energy. Have a cup of tea. Put on your most comfy jammies and your warmest socks and veg out on Hallmark movies. Uh, Hopefully only the ones that have a happy ending, though. Take a huge break from toxicity, toxic people, toxic places, toxic food, and other things. Fill up your cup. Love on yourself. Allow others to love on you. Give yourself permission to give the love to yourself that you give to others. And only then, when you've taken a break, when you've rested, when you've taken the time to breathe, when you've taken the time to embrace the love, get back out there. We know how to love. We who know how to love must continue to be the example on what love activated looks like. Keep being the light in the darkness. Keep being the bringer of hope to those who have none of their own. So I'm going to close now with a quote by L.R. Nost that I've seen many times, but it showed up in a text from a dear friend today. Do not be dismayed by the brokenness of the world. All things break and all things can be mended, not with time, as they say, but with intention. So go, love intentionally, extravagantly, unconditionally. The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. And with that, thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Finding Faith.